Hey, this is Dry. This is what happened last time. With Runar lamenting about becoming a cat again, we booked passage on a ship, captained by a fiendish monster that the crew insisted was a tiefling. They turned out to be pirate hunters, and upon reaching the free city of Inaris, they found their quarry in the bay, a ship called the Kraken. They fired upon the Kraken, but they missed, and destroyed El Scorcho instead. Giovanni ship. Which was pretty much the reason why we came to this city. That evening, there was a full moon and Giovanni attacked us, seemingly cursed by the were-rat we had fought in Port Mantau. We beat him down, stabilized him, and got him to a local surgeon, a twitchy woman by the name of Mother. Druk and Runar, you walk into Mother's shack. A chemical smell mixes with the iron scent of blood. A workbench in the middle of the room is covered in various tools, glassware, copper tubing, and a lone drippy candle. Mother stands at a table, her green hair pulled back as she looks down at her patient. Behind her stands a full bookcase, stuffed with leather-bound tomes, scrolls, and a humanoid skull. She saws off a hand, blood spluttering onto her apron. You startled for a second and you realize that it's not Giovanni. It's a tattooed human with burn wounds. Giovanni is asleep in a bed on the other side of the workbench. His torso is bandaged and you can see his chest rise and fall in deep breaths. His face is heavily bruised, more bruised than it was when you brought him in. So as I was saying, <coughs> Hairball, anyway, as I was saying, I think it would be more efficient if we could just find a way to teleport to like Portmanteau or Galrod and then charter a boat from there than it would be to charter a boat from here. I mean, unless Giovanni has another ship in a random port nearby. Uh, we'll have to uh, ask him. I don't recall that black eye. Do you remember him having a black eye? No, I don't think so. No, definitely not. Mother pushes her goggles up and looks across the bench at you. He got a little fresh. Yep, that makes sense. I'm sorry, did you say you were looking to teleport? Uh, yes, because we have to cross the Placidus Sea, and uh, while being on a ship might be handy, it might be a case of sooner the better. Also, I thought maybe it might be slightly cheaper, depending on what the rates are, than chartering a boat from here to Portmanteau or Colorado. Well, there aren't a lot of wizards in the town. I suppose maybe you could talk to Grinagar. You have some magic items on you, correct? Maybe a few you could give up? Uh, how about just some platinum? Yes, platinum. People love platinum. He might like platinum, too. You know who Grinagar is, don't you? No, we are new to this. He layers north of here. You've heard of the Cliffs of Grinagar, right? Locals call it the Gargoyle's Roost. This is starting to sound like a dragon. Yeah, it's a cliffside city. Winged dragonkin ruled by a bronze dragon. Grinagar. You guys are not from around here. No. They say he's benevolent, but I wouldn't know. I make it a general rule never to deal with a dragon. I'm not a huge fan of face-painted elves either, but I'm not getting into that. God damn it. <laughs> I see what you did there. How far is are the Cliffs of Grinagar from here? A day's ride, maybe two. 
You said, excuse me, you said ride? Yeah, you're not going to want to take the boat north. But a ride would be simple enough. You'd have to talk to Knuckles, though, because horses are a little scarce on this side of the range. Knuckles? Yeah. Gunner Knuckles Everhart. When you see him, you'll know why he's called Knuckles. Okay. There are two different groups that run this place. The Knifemen and the Rampallions. He's kind of the middleman who rides the line between the two. He's the one to talk to if you're planning to buy something like horses. Buy? You think the dragon can teleport horses too? Let me think about that for a moment. Or rent or whatever you want to call it. Well, I mean, rent means it implies that you're going to return it. And uh, frankly, I just... How would we get them back? I think that's why she said bye. Yep. Ah, oh, Subway! Sub- oh. Hey. Oh. oh. Hey, guys. Oh, well, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> she gives you a look. Giovanni, in your current state, I would not encourage uh, aggravating the um, pseudo-healer here. Yeah, she's really tough. We noticed. I think the word you're looking for is surgeon. Thank you. The surgeon is really tough. Hey, sorry about earlier. Been at sea for a while, I don't know. <laughs> Clearly. Boy, last night must have been really good, because I don't even know what's going on at all. Why am I here? Uh, you don't remember? Was I dancing with her? Yes, that's exactly what... No, it was never happened. You can't... No. You fought a were-rat. I fought a were-rat? Oh. Huh. Like the ones on that boat. Yes, exactly like those, except this one had horns. Ooh, that's creepy. And a goatee. Oh, that's creepy, too. You even had a vest like yours. <laughs> oh, wow, that's kind of cool. Everybody's cooler with the vest. I have to get you guys vests sometime. Hmm. Eh. Hmm. I mean, I know it won't be as good as the one I have, but... That's true. Well, what do you say? We got time to go get some vests? Yes, we do. We've got, uh, we've actually got a lead on the vest guy. Oh, well, hey, cool. Great. Where do so, we find Knuckles? You'll find him at the boat, Swain. Oh, okay. That sounds... I don't know what the word for opposite of fortuitous is, but that's 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 what this would be, yes. Wait, the boat? Why does that sound familiar? Hmm, let me think here. It was your favorite bar last night. Until you fought the were-rat in there and pissed everybody off, and then now we got kicked out because of you. Oh, alright, alright. Okay, things are semi-coming back to me. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yes. Scorcho. Yeah, oh. Hey, don't you have a wand for this? <laughs> hey, baby, you want to go out to the bar tonight? He's clearly restored. Ow. Get him out of here. Yes, ma'am. Let's uh, go check out the boatswain. It's a bar. You'll you'll love it. His body slumps over. He's very sad looking. I could use a drink. Frankly, at this point, I think I could too. Nice shot of milk. Oh, it's on me. It's on me. Yes, milk. Mm, so rich and fatty. Druck, how about I spike that milk? I don't know that anything good would come of that. <laughs> you ever had spiked milk before? No. Maybe we'll invent some new cool drink. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> spiked milk. <laughs> Why don't we just put some lemon juice in it? <laughs> like a mold wine, except yeah, just mold. thick and creamy and milky. We, we could call it a white tandrian. Brilliant. I wish we had some of that coffee sugar cocoa still. That was good. 
that was actually really good. Yeah, it made me feel really nice. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Runar went a little crazy. What? I don't recall any of this. Crazy? Yeah. Me? Yes. No. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Well, I mean, I don't know. You're always saying crazy things, so why should I believe this anymore? You you said I fought a crocodile. That's clearly out of my wheelhouse. Yep, never happened. Nope. <laughs> I'm ready to cry and drink. Let's do this. And shop for some vests. That's kind of fun to say. Say that. Vests. Vests. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To the boys, boats, Wayne. To the boats, Wayne. You step into the boats, Wayne, and immediately the bartender goes, "No, no, wait, no." Oh, come on, come on! Hey. No, not after last night. Oh God, what was last night that crazy? He stops and looks at the other two. He he's got better. What oh, happens what? when he goes all rat-like? We took him to mother. She says he's healed. Did you pay her? Yeah. You got any money left? Yeah. A bit. All right, fine. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what is he talking about exactly, guys? He's talking about the the rat that you beat up. It was it was oh. horrific. You should you know what? You should pay him five gold for all the damages you did last night. Hey, what do they got around here? Aquavitae? Is that what their big thing is? He's looking around. Do you have any uh, goat's milk? I do have some fermented goat's milk. Some of the hill types like. Oh, he wants that. Yes. Five of them. Five? That seems a bit excessive. It's kind of rich and fatty. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Here is a platinum piece, my friend. Sorry for all the troubles. I mean... I mean, wouldn't you be thanking me for getting rid of the rat? But whatever, okay. Um, here's a platinum piece. How about some fatty spiced milk and some aquavites and you got any peach wine around here? I did have some peach wine, but it was broken last night. Ah, all right, fine, fine. Some of my jars need replacing, but this will this will help. Thank you. You know who has some jars? Oh, speaking of which, I gotta find my jars. Do you know a Knuckles? Molly said we could talk to him about getting a couple of horses. Yeah, we know Knuckles. But Mother sent you. Yeah, Mother said get a hold of Knuckles and he'll help us get horses for a trip up to Grenagar. Oh, going to see the dragon. Wait, we're going to see a dragon? Yes. Allegedly. Why are we going to see a dragon? Well, I have this crazy idea. We teleport to Portmanteau or perhaps Galarad and we just go straight to your next ship. Well, I like the idea of that. You don't have a ship that's closer, do you? No, no, I don't. So, yeah, teleporting uh, sounds pretty awesome, yeah. I've never talked to that dragon before. Heard a lot about him before. What if he likes goat? Boy, I hope not. Well, I kind of hope he does and then hope he doesn't at the same time. If that makes sense. Yes, made perfect sense. Am I speaking Giovanni now? (laughs) Oh, hey, here's your milks. (laughs) One will suffice. Giovanni holds one up to you and he's going to have one too. I'll just sip on it. Gingerly. Giovanni takes a shot of the milk. That's pretty good. It's slightly chunky. Hmm. Excuse me, do you have some saucers? I have some broken pottery. (laughs) Why are there so many broken... Hey, wait a minute. Here, here's a piece of pottery. Use that. (laughs) Sure. I pour some on the broken pottery and then lap it up like a cat. The whole room just stops and looks at him. What? It's easier this way. They all look at each other, and they go back to their business. Mother said that Knuckles was here. Is he not here? Oh, he's in the kitchen. Ah. Come on. We'll see if he's available. Okay. 
Follow him. Kind of says with a wry smile. Drock, did you want this? Try this milk out before you go. God no. <laughs> it's rich and fatty. Ooh, it's hitting me pretty hard. Oh, I feel like I've been punched in the face. You were. Oh, by the rat? No, by the woman. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. It was not a love tap. <laughs> That's what you think. Uh, okay. Bartender opens the door to the kitchen, and there's actually more noise coming from the kitchen than there is in the tavern. And you step in, and there's just a bunch of men in their different races. There's a lot of dragonkin. Most of them are either gold or green. And among them, at the back of the room, with a giant roasted pig in front of him that he keeps ripping meat from and shoving it in his face, is a very obese dwarf with black mutton chops with grease just dripping from them. And on his hands, all of his knuckles look like they've somehow been replaced with big blue gems. Knuckles, there's some people here to see ya. Mother sent them. Mother, hey. Mm. <laughs> what can I help you with? Mother said that you might be able to outfit us with a couple of riding horses. Well, well, well. What might you be doing with these horses? Uh, I believe we're traveling north to the cliffs of Grinagar. We're feeding a dragon. I mean, <clears throat> we're going to take him to the cliffs of Grinagar. You don't say. I have some acquaintances in Grinagar right now. <laughs> Horses are hard to find around here. What kind of coin do you have? That's an excellent question. The prices may vary depending on the situation. <laughs> That's understandable. So you said you had people up there right now, so we could simply just ride the horses up to them, they take the horses back, and uh, we're all good. So I take a gold piece. One gold? Ah. No, 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 my friends. These are worth much, much more. My people are busy, and time is money. <laughs> there are two of you. There are three of us. Where is the third? He's drinking at the bar. Understandable. I like to drink myself. He's a goat. He's a goat? So you don't need a horse for that then? Are you two wasting my time? He's not a goat. He's, uh... I believe the technical term is satyr. A satyr. Despicable folk. (laughs) I tell you what. Since I like the two of you, 100 gold for three horses. <laughs> Half will be returned upon to you when you bring them back to town. We bring the horses back like your men can't bring the horses back. No, no, no. I told you. My men will not be bringing back the horses. What is with this cat, man? <laughs> I... Well, well, it's kind of a one-way trip. Horses going one way will be 200 gold. <laughs> Oops. I'll pay the two. No need to give me the money right now. I am busy. <laughs> Bring the 200 gold to Coatman at the stable. 
The, the Coltman, he said. Yes. Like the guy that takes your coat at the opera? Coltman. It is his name, you fool. He is a halfling you'll see at the stables. You need to clean your ears out, Catman. <laughs> okay. That sounds fair. How long does it take to uh, ride to the cliffs of Grenegar from here? A day and a half, maybe two. And the stables are that direction? He looks at one of his men. The man nods his head. Yes, according to him. You see, I have no need to leave this place. It has everything that I need. <laughs> okay. Maybe this is a bit rude, but do those knuckles do anything special? Like, shoot lightning? He just stares at you. I apologize if I overstepped any bounds. I'm just I'm just curious. They seem like these very nice magical properties could be imbued in those and do a lot with that. It is time for the cat to go. I wish you a good day, sir. We will leave you alone. Bring me another pig. I need a second one. <laughs> didn't think it was that rude of a question. It was an unusual mm. trait. Bit probing. Hey, GM. What? <laughs> what are you crying about? <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> We're going to go see a dragon. Yeah, that's right. That's kind of cool. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Bye, everybody. Thanks for the tips. <laughs> Your milk is awesome, by the way. Very rich. Very fatty. So how are we getting to this dragon again? We're going to the stables. Stables. So like, ah, oh, do we have to ride a horse? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Is that a problem? Hmm. <laughs> Seems like it's a problem. We can't, why can't we take a ship? We were revised against it? Yeah, I suppose. All right. All right. The waters get a little crazy up there. Teleporting's pretty fun, so that'll be cool. Yeah. As long as we don't get eaten. That's what the horses are for. Oh, good call. Don't get too attached. Don't give them names. Don't name them. Yeah, don't name them. Mm. All right. Head over to the stable. You get to the stable, there's a family of halflings working there. Copeman is the name of the adult male. He starts negotiating with you a little bit, and then you tell him that you were sent by Knuckles and... He stops for a minute, and he has one of his people communicate somehow. He goes back. He goes, just hold just a moment, please, while we verify the price and things. We don't want to upset Knuckles and his people. As you're standing there, you notice that the, all the horses are there, and they're really nice specimens, and they're penned in. And along the other side of it, there's a, a group of centaurs. There's three of them. They're all male. And one of them's like, Hey, what's her story? Ow! Hey, that one's looking at me. Hey, check out the fetlocks on that one. <laughs> oh, dirty centaurs. They're so gross. Are they catcalling the horses? Yeah, they're hitting on the horses. <laughs> I bet it ain't her first rodeo. It doesn't. <laughs> hey, I like your mane. Get a stable. <laughs> Pervtars is what I call them. Hey, you guys gonna get a horse? <laughs> hey, none of your business, horseman. You go away. How much you paying? Because uh, we can give you a ride. 
<laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. I bet it was overpriced. Okay, let's huddle up for one second. Excuse us, centaur people. Hey, baby. All right. Hey, um, okay, so... Think about this. No. What, what, what's, no. What's more fun? Riding three horses to go see a dragon or riding three centaurs to go see a dragon? You can have some horses that don't know where they're going. Hey, baby, you looking for a stud? We can guide you there. Oh, it's there. just north along the, the coast. How hard can this be? Oh, it won't be hard at all. I'm just thinking entertainment value. You're telling me. For the sake of entertainment value and sanity, and all things considered, I think the horses are a much safer bet. <laughs> hey, do blonde manes have more fun? You don't have to return centaurs. Wait, he just Horses that... you'll have to return, right? You're renting them? <whistles> uh, no, nope, we are buying them for the dragon. Well, you can't buy us, but we'll be rented. You can rent us. Hey, baby, you looking for an ambling man? That sounds dangerously close to prostitution. <laughs> These three are very, uh... Hey, just for a ride, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that not make much it better. better. No, 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 like a centaur back. Stop it. Doesn't make it better. Don't listen to our friend over here. It's sounding <laughs> he's more the, like... He's the weird one. It's sounding more like a euphemism. I don't know that centaur back is... You know, once it's out there, you you can't put it back. I can't unsee it, kind of, sort yeah, of. Yeah, I... To use a cliche, you say the cat's out of the bag. Can't unhear it. Once you go centaur, you won't go far. All right, go away, perverts. We're going to rent the horses. <laughs> Should we keep an eye out for those guys? You think they'll ambush us and try to, you know... Well, I tell you what, it's going to be pretty easy to spot three centaurs sneaking up on us, so we'll be fine. That feels like Theo's last words. Copeland comes back out and says... Okay, so it was 200 gold, is that correct? 200 gold? Oh my goodness. The centaur is like, 200 gold? That's ridiculous. We'll do it for 20. 20 gold. She's too fine to be equine. 200 gold? Are these horses made out of gold or what? We get to keep them. Come on, guys. (laughs) I don't want a horse. (laughs) I want ships. I have this crazy idea, right? You put a, a paddle... (laughs) <laughs> you put it on the back of the ship, and then you make it so that the horse walks on this wheel, and like, then it powers the ship. Then your ship will be have horsepower. Ooh, that is smart. The more horses you have, you just say, like, hey, that's seven horsepower. Cause you yeah, have seven you horses. can have a seven horsepower oh, you paddle boat. You are on to something. Hey, that guy keeps looking at you. I don't know why. I thought he liked horses, but that's a fine, shiny coat you got there. I'm not getting good vibes from these three. Me neither. <laughs> okay, instead of 200 gold, how about we lower that just a bit? I think the negotiation time frame is over. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I I can't go against what Knuckles said. He's in charge here, sorry. Maybe you should have uh, done less crying and more talking for once. Well, maybe you should quit cursing me, and I, I need some of my ships to last here, you know? Every, ever since I met you, all my ships are going bye-bye. I'm not taking credit for the perennial assault. Ah, she was a beauty. Or the Sea Phoenix. Ah, she was a beauty, too. Ascorcho? Maybe you can say that one was a bad luck. She was a beauty. I mean, what are the odds that the Kraken would pass between <laughs> the Sea Devil and... Just get your horses. I'm going to go cry a little bit in the corner. 
I think he should just use the one. I think it'd be very cathartic for him. I don't understand this satyr at all. Let's get our horses and get out of here. These centaurs are weirding me out. You want fries with that trot? <laughs> Geo gets the wand out and points it at one of the centaurs for fun. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> and the other two are like, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna Gio. go to the next centaur. He starts into. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, number three. Oh, she reminds me of my mother. <laughs> oh, all three of them are crying. <laughs> Alright, so all three centaurs are standing there crying right. as you <clears throat> go by with your horses. They have them all saddled up for you and everything. Now they're pretty three uh, good-looking horses here. You know, if I were to name this one, I'd probably name it... Oh, wait, wait, never mind, never mind. Clarabelle. You would name it Clarabelle. some reason, Lucan or something was coming to me. I don't know why. That's an odd name. That's <laughs> a dumb name. <laughs> Jeez, it's just a thought. I don't know. So dumb. <laughs> wait, we can't name him. We can't name him. Bad luck. Can't name him. Right, can't get a tad. This is Clarabelle. She's a nice little steady mare. I'm not naming this horse, it's just horse. Oh, you just named it. Yeah, you, you really did. <laughs> oh no. Yep. Horse. We are so gonna get attached to these horses by the end of it. I just, for some reason, Lucan just sounds good. Kind of a neat sounding name. Maybe I call it Luke for short. Maybe I'll just miss say it every time, like Lucan, Lucan, Lucane. Lucane? Wait, nah, oh. My brain hurts. I think it's the milk. And the pervert centaurs. <laughs> They didn't help anything. <laughs> no, they didn't. I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. Jill gets up on the horse and it is so awkward and he struggles. <laughs> and boy, it looks weird. I want to say that Runar is squatting on the saddle instead of sitting on it. <laughs> but he's fine because he's uh, very graceful. Truck, is it gonna poop on the saddle there? He may poop on the saddle. Oh, it's gross. <laughs> this is weird. I kind of like walking or like on a ship. This feels very weird. I have hooves already. It's like piggybacking. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it does seem weird, but it'll get us there faster. Okay, okay. And him and the horse start walking the wrong way right away. Oh, nope, sorry, sorry, sorry. Roll animal handling and see if you can get it turned around. <laughs> Fifteen. This starts to listen to you. Ah, thanks, Lucan. Good job, Lucan. <laughs> I like your blonde mane. Very nice. Very clean, too. Very clean. <laughs> you travel north along the beach, and eventually it becomes more grassy and starts going uphill. Giovanni, who's been here before, knows that you're going to be above the cliffs eventually because it'd be easier to get to the cliffside settlement of the Cliffs of Grinegar if you came from the top rather than trying to come from below. It mists a little bit, not really raining, but just enough to kind of dampen everybody. By the end of the first day, you think you made good ground, but you're in a little bit of pain because you're not used to riding horseback. Hey guys, hey, do you kind of hurt in the one spot? 
on your body. You know? You mean like the groin? Yes, oh yes. Oh, I need a groin break. Groin break. Yeah, can I have a groin break? Yeah, I, I suppose we could take a, a groin break. Do okay. some stretches. I believe right. this is what they call a saddle sore. Oh, you want to look at mine and see if I've got saddle sores there? Nope. <laughs> no, no, that pain is called saddle sore. Oh, yeah. Hmm. All right, are we breaking? I think we're good for setting up camp. Yeah, this looks like a pretty good place. You guys want a bird for dinner? Mm, not really. No, I'm good. I mean, it'd be real easy to call one in. I'm sure it would. I'm never going to get used to that. <laughs> I'm still having bad dreams about it. I could hear them, remember. It's not good. It's yeah. not good. They're still calling out for their mom. The circle of life is not, not always kind. I'm not blaming you. Not blaming you. Just a little, little harsh. A little, little much for me. And then Giovanni starts eating the grass that's on the ground. Now, this is pretty good. It once, too, had a mother. Now it's just dead. Well, I can't hear this scream, so that helps. Oh, okay. Or maybe I should learn that trick. Speak of points? That's an option. And then as he's eating, he thinks, mm, nah, better not. Guess we're just gonna set up camp and do watches, or? Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Well, I haven't done this in a while. We should keep watch for the centaurs. I didn't like the way they were looking at your horse, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, mine's a very good-looking horse. Let's set up a fire and uh, do some singing and Make us feel a little bit better. He uses Song of Rest as he's singing songs about the horses and their adventures to go see a dragon. I want to roll history on that dragon. <laughs> Five! <laughs> he lives in the cliffs of Grinigar. Hey, remember when I told you I knew about that dragon? Mm-hmm. Totally mixed him up with another one. I know nothing about the dragon. But uh, he does live in the cliffs of Grinigar. Oh, does he? Yes. Oh. I do know that. Thank you. What Just do I know? Pretty what? sure he's purple. He's a bronze dragon. Are you sure he's not green? No, maybe he's green. He's green. Almost positive he's green. I'm almost positive we were told he was a bronze dragon. That would mean he was bronze or a golden color. Well, that's a pretty good point. Okay. Sometimes I make mistakes. I don't know if you know that about me. <laughs> Never seen it before. Anyway, <laughs> can I roll to see what I know about the Cliffs of Grinegar? Uh, you can roll history. 13. You don't know much beyond what you were told. You know that there's a community of dragonkin. They're winged. He acts as kind of a father figure for them. You have heard stories about him attacking ships, but you also have heard stories about him saving ships. So, 50-50 on whether or not he eats a sunset. Also, at this point, the waters got into his fur, so now he just looks like this wet, soggy noodle, sitting there, baleful eyes, staring out into the mist. Roll your perception. 23. At the edge of your dark vision, you do see some movement. This is all grass area. There aren't a lot of trees or anything like that. Something's moving along the grass. My eyes dilate really big. And I get down, like in a pouncing pose. And I stare and I watch it move. It looks like it's trying not to be seen. It's crouching down in the grass. It's moving and it's moving the direction that you're headed towards the cliffs. And I pounce. Hey, whoa, what's going on? Make a grappling check. 16. You jump over and you're on a humanoid figure. Once you get there, you see that it is a dragonkin, but it doesn't look right. There's something weird about it. It's got this monstrous, inhuman quality. 
it growls and <sighs> stands up and stretches out his extremities and you go flying back behind him. And he goes running forward and wings unfurl behind him. Oh, wow. Oh, whoa. Drock, wake up, wake up, wake up. Trying to escape you. Yeah, subway. <laughs> hey, check that out. Runar was getting dinner, and it looks like dinner's gonna try to get us, maybe. Oh. Huh. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like it's running away. Runar, what'd you find? Oh, just a wee bit of sport. That was some good tomfoolery. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, that uh, oh. that was interesting. That, yeah. that... I didn't realize it was that big. That was pretty darn big. Can I roll perception sale? Good, I could see. Sure. Yeah, 12. Ah, oh, boy, I mean, was that one of the dragonkins? I mean, I saw the wings and kind of growled. Yeah, yeah, seemed to be, yeah. What, what color was it? I didn't get to get a light. You know, weirdly, dark vision is terrible for discerning colors. Oh. Hmm. It's like uh, it's like seeing things in shades of gray and then trying to guess what color it is. So imagine, imagine for a moment you saw your vest is gray. Uh-huh. You, you, even though you know that it's blue, right? You wouldn't be able to tell that it's blue because it's just it's gray. <laughs> okay, I guess I got first watch. So you keep a couple watches. Nothing else seems to happen. The figure that ran away from you does not reappear. Morning comes. Yes! <laughs> Woohoo! Guys! 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 Giovanni's running around with the jug in his hand. Wine! Wine! And he's guzzling wine out of his magical jug. Oh, good. He focused for like three seconds. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, no! No! And there's just a few drips coming out now. And he's got red wine all over him. Oh, dang it! You didn't drink it all already, did you? Uh huh. Seems like a. A lot of wine. Uh-huh. He's wobbling <laughs> a little bit. His new white puffy pirate shirt is now half stained with red wine. I don't think that's coming out. Drek, do you think that's coming out? Yeah, I think a little baking soda should take care of that for you. I mean, how about some lemon juice? Hmm. He starts sucking on his shirt. <laughs> I was just going to eat it anyway. Uh... <laughs> hey, it's not too bad from the shirt. Shirt wine's not bad. I am going to sit on the saddle sideways today. I am not sitting on it normally because that was terrible. Giovanni tries to get up on the horse for a while and he's stumbling around quite a bit. The wine hit him hard. The only suggestion I have is we tie a rope to Giovanni and drag him. <laughs> he flops his body over the saddle. I'm good. I'm good. I guide the horse over. All right, I'm ready. Let's go. Geo's... Okay, Geo's out. Just keep riding north until we get to Grimigar. We should be there this afternoon, I'd yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you already say something about making sure we came along the cliff and then came down? I have no idea what this city looks like. I'd imagine we'd see some sort of outpost or... I know it's a cliff. They've got to have some sort of outpost or yeah. some sort of way to get down. We'll figure it out. I'll just keep riding north. Throughout this day, it dries up a little bit. 
you find what seems to be an ancient road that has been forgotten and overgrown. At one point, you go across a stone bridge over a crevasse, and there's even a windmill that's dilapidated and half falling down. And eventually you get to what seems to be the peak of this rise. Any further and you're going to go down. Giovanni wakes up. Ah, eat fresh! Ah, oh, 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 hey guys. Oh, 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 head. Oh, the head. Ow. I'm sure writing upside down has that effect on people. Oh, yeah. Oh, is my face red? I bet it is, huh? Yeah. From writing upside down. Yep, that's exactly what it's from. Definitely not all the red wine you dripped everywhere. Oh, the sun hurts my face. How we doing? We're close, I think. We're headed downhill now. Oh, good, good. Good job, guys, good job. Can you make more wine out of that thing, or...? Uh, let me uh, check. He lifts it upside down. Uh, I, th- I think I have to wait till tomorrow. Oh, okay. He'll do hunting tomorrow. Don't worry about it. You want me to do honey tomorrow? Okay. Got it. Honey no. tomorrow. I don't know anybody that wants that. Not you, even the bees. Do you roll your perception with disadvantage? I got a five. You trip over something in the grass. Cough. Oh, oh, oh. Nope. Sorry. Sorry. I gotta take a leak, guys. Gotta take a leak. There's a body laying there. What? Hey, watch out for this body, guys. Oh, that's interesting. There's like a little red pool over here. Huh of a brass dragonkin that seems to have been burnt or something. It's got flesh missing, some bone is showing. And then you realize there's another one next to him. They both have similar wounds. Giovanni doesn't even notice him. I'll be done in a minute, guys. I'm a little worded out by this right now. I, I kind of want to look at the potties, but I don't want to be anywhere near Giovanni. I'm just peeing, it's no big deal, you pee. Doesn't mean I want to be next to you when you do that. Uh, no, that's true. I'm going to hop down and take a look at him. What do you think got him? You can make a medicine check. Drop, keep your distance. Why are you, why are you coming over here? What? Just a minute ago, you were saying it was fine. <laughs> you just see them walking straight towards you. Uh-huh. Nine? You don't know if it's fire or acid. It's hard to tell. Hmm. What are you thinking? I'm not sure. Gonna see if there's any markings or anything that would denote where they came from or where they were headed or anything. Okay, investigation check. Gio gets done ping and he turns around and he sees the bodies. He's like, "Oh my gosh! Whoa! Oh, there's oh, two dead bodies! Do you guys see these?" I look up from the two dead bodies. I'm aware of the two dead bodies. What do you think happened? I'm not sure. I got a 23 for investigation. Ooh. You don't know a lot about this Cliffs of Grenegar personally, but you've heard a lot about them in the last few days. Right. They seem to match what they've said. Winged brass dragonkin, they go along with this brass father figure of theirs, Grenegar. Right. Nothing makes you think that they wouldn't belong to the Cliffs of Grenegar. They didn't have adventuring packs or anything. They were just... No. Okay. I'm going to take my goggles off and sit around with my slippers for a little bit get those attuned stick my head over the side of the cliff do I see any outcroppings or chimneys or any signs of life down there I'll make a perception test okay 18 
The stone is white, and you can see with the upcoming sun little shadows that look like entryways, doorways, windows built into the cliffs hmm. below. Kind of thing that if somebody had wings, they, they would just be able easily to easily be able to access. climb down. Yep. Okay. Hey, Chuck, what, what do you see down there? Looks like we're over the city, but I'm not quite certain how we're supposed to get down there. Along the side of the cliff? Yeah. He whips out Mama Pearl, and he shakes it. He goes, I could fly down there and take a look. Um, no. I don't feel like that's a good idea. Why? <laughs> His head shakes. Almost falls off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be one. The other reason is they're known for attacking ships and stuff. I can't imagine them responding well to a flying passerby. Hey, maybe they're just pirates. If they're pirates, then they will be fine with me. But if they're sky pirates, they'll think that you're a sky pirate hunter and then they're going to rob you. There's only one way to find out. Well, yeah, we can ask him when we get there. Giovanni plucks Mama Pearl and he starts floating in the air. See ya. <laughs> and he starts flying down and it is so wobbly as he's flying, he kind of hits the side of the cliff a little bit. He starts flying down trying to find an entrance or somebody to talk to. You fly down, you don't see anyone, but you see a handful of different entrances. There's just different doorways to the Cliffs of Yernigar. He lands in one of the doorways and he goes, guys, I'm in. And then he starts going, hello, hello, people. It's dark and it echoes. The wind behind you is blasting in your ears. Anybody home? Dragons? Dragons? Dragon can? Anybody? He starts playing a calming tune, like a welcoming song kind of thing. And he's just kind of patiently waiting and almost falling backwards off the cliff. (laughs) You two hear him play down below. Well, it sounds like he might have made it. I don't hear any sense of fighting. I'm almost a little concerned. Can we tell how long ago these dragonkin were attacked? Medicine check. Seven. You're not sure. You don't think it was today. Hey, what's that dragon's name again? again? Grenegar! (laughs) Geo starts yelling out, Grenegar the Great! I am here to talk to you! I've got fun stories stories to share, and I'd like to know yours. Just silent. I look at Jock and go like, well, I suppose we ought to go down there, and I'll start skinning down the cliff using my claws. Once I get attuned to the slippers, I'll climb down and see if I can't find the entrance that Geo used. That'll be easy to find because there's music pouring out of it. When you come down, he turns around and takes a step forward and actually falls off the cliff and then flies back up and lands again. He's like, oh, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Wow. Hey, people either really don't like my song, or there's nobody here, or they're very deep sleepers. I don't know. I'm thinking one of those seem more probable than the others. What do you think, Truck? Yeah, I'm not sure that this is a populated cave. How far back have you been in it? Well, I can't see worth a drone right now, so I have not gone in. If we want to walk in, you two lead the way. I'll just stay in the back and play a welcoming song. It'll be fine. There's definitely nothing here that wiped out a Dragonkin city. Geo, follow us. All right, we'll do. Head further down into the 
tunnels. Oh, oh. He's ran into the wall. I don't think we're gonna be terribly stealthy. Tunnel winds around a little bit. It is very dark in here. You see that there are some sconces that might be lit at some point, but they are not currently. There's no torches in them or anything like that. Is there a foul smell at all? Roll your perception. I'm gonna roll a disadvantage at the moment. Twelve. Yeah, but you think that might be Drock in his boots. Drock, either in your boots or your silk belt kind of stink still. Just let you know. Then you remember that his boots aren't with him anymore and he's got his slippers on. Yeah, I uh, gave those boots back to Shaw, remember? Oh, okay. So it's your belt. Your belt's a little stinky. Do I smell anything? Perception. 22. You smell something that you can only describe as acidic. It actually is a little bit chemical. It smells a little bit like Mother's Shop. Brass dragons aren't known for acid, right? They're... No, wait. Is it a brass dragon or a bronze dragon? Am I mixing my colors up again already? Do I know anything about dragons? Make a nature check. Nine (laughs) off of a natural one. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know that there are some dragons that spew acid. You don't know one from the other. I don't know the difference between brass and bronze. It smells like that healer that we left Giovanni with. Can I roll a history for things that are known to use acid that would be bold enough to attack a dragon colony? Sure. Well, the correct answer to that question is no, because that was a six. <laughs> Uh-oh, these dice are... Uh, yeah. yeah, they're a little cold. <laughs> they're a little cold. <laughs> you don't remember any historical acid attacks. One time I had an acid attack, and oh, man. <laughs> I got lost for days, but loved every minute of it. Hey, Giovanni. Yeah? You ever play the silent game? No, what's that? You make a bet, and whoever can keep quiet for the longest wins a platinum. Oh, down. All right, I'll platinum. Me and you? Yep, me and you. All right, got it. And I'm going to use two key points to spend Pass Without a Trace. (laughs) (laughs) Which includes Giovanni. (laughs) I'd put my finger to my lips, and then i look at Druck and, like, gesture, go ahead. And then i start following Druck. Hey, Runar, when do we start the game officially? Now. Wait, now? Ah, dang it. Here's a platinum. <laughs> hey, can we do it again? Runar nods. Okay, when do we start this one? Right now. <laughs> ah, yeah. All right, here's another platinum. Okay, let's do it again. Double or nothing. Okay. Geo is struggling so hard to not say anything. But he does keep playing the loop. Runer looks like, what the heck are you doing at Giovanni? And just walks in front of him. He's trying to be stealthy. Uh, he got a 19 plus 10, 29. As he's standing next to the guy playing the loop. As he's standing next to the Hopefully they notice him first. <laughs> <laughs> You start to recognize some carvings on the walls. They show a dragon. They show winged dragonkin. As you move through, there are a few different directions. The only real discerning difference is that chemical smell. The closer we get to that chemical smell, we'll figure out what is exuding it. So I think I'd start veering towards wherever that smell gets stronger. 
Go ahead and roll a survival check. Not great. Ten. You have a couple spots where you're not 100% sure, so you make your best guess. Either way, it has gotten stronger as you've moved through. Okay. You've passed a few spots where there are alcoves in the walls. They look like maybe sleeping quarters. Little beds are made up in there. You don't find anyone in them. And then you come across the walkway in which there is a dragonkin body tacked up against the door. It's mostly bone. It's more of a skeleton than anything else. Its flesh has been melted down with something, and it's this winged dragonkin body hanging there. Go ahead and make an investigation check. 24. There are little metal pieces that have been tacked on in specific places. You think that this has been set here as an alarm. You could carefully sneak through it, go through his legs underneath, but if you're not careful, it's going to make a lot of noise. I'll stop everyone and walk over to Giovanni and grab the uh, neck of the loot. I'll point over to the uh, dragon can up against the wall. Okay, this game sucks. Here, Runar, here's your two platinum. You win again. What the heck's going on over here? This is crazy. There seems to be some sort of alarm on that skeleton over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I lead him over and point out how it's set up. How big is the skeleton? Your size. How tall is the tunnel? The tunnel itself probably is about eight feet. The doorways, however, are a little shorter, so maybe seven. Hey, now, I've been, like, yelling and playing a song for, like, an hour. There's no way they don't know we're here. I know, but we might be getting closer. The odor is getting a little more palpable. He sneakily points at Runar like it's him. No, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's coming from further down in there. Does the door open in or out, or...? There's no actual door. He's just okay. pinned in the archway of the door. All right. I think if we go low, we should be able to shimmy under most of them. Everybody make an acrobatics check. Just trying to sneak down through it without setting off the jingle alarm. Nine. Sixteen. Twenty. Runar and Druk get through. And then the loot catches right between the legs of the dragonkin skeleton and... Ah, ah, ah. Get my loot stuck. Hold on. Ah. I grab ah. Giovanni by the shoulders and just drag him through. Oh, got it, got it. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Neck of the loot drags across the floor. <laughs> oh, Mom Pearl. I don't want to scratch this. Once we're past the uh, skeleton, I help Giovanni stand up. You are such a good friend. Did <laughs> I ever tell you that? You have, and I appreciate it, but we really need to be quiet now. You can tell he is still drunk. <laughs> you hear footprints boop, 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 coming down the hallway. I stealth. I want to stealth my way to the top of the ceiling. <laughs> Geo's standing there all alone and just starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> Two dragonoid figures come running up with weak wings that don't look like they would actually carry them. They're pot bellied. You can't quite tell in the lack of light what color they are. They have nasty swords in their hands, and they come running up, and they see Geo and raise swords. <sighs> Roll your initiative. It's a 
A 10. 4. 23. In your dark vision, you see that these do not look like normal dragon kin. There's something malformed and evil about them. Pull down my goggles and cast Hars Mark on one of them. I'll just take a shot at one of them. 24 to hit. You notch your arrow, you're ready to let loose, and you've gotten used to this bow that has this power of chaos, and different types of damage seem to burst from the arrows as they hit. And as you go to pull it back, somehow you know this one's going to be lightning. It takes 30 points of piercing damage and 6 points of lightning damage. Arrow hits, lightning crackles and lights him up and it kills him, but when it does, his body convulses for a split second and then pops. And this acidic gunk sprays from him, hits the one next to it, and that one pops. Ah. Everyone make a dex saving throw. Nine. Eight. Uh, Nineteen. Fourteen acid damage for Geo. Runar, you have evasion, so you take half of that. Druck takes nothing. And that acidic smell is filling the air. Oh, that hurt. That hurt. Not great. Oh, whoo, hot. Uh, I think we found the source of the smell. I don't like this. My body stings and stinks. Here, drink one of these. I'll give him a potion of healing. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a bit better. Oh, ah, Jiminy crickets. I don't know that we're going to find a dragon that's willing to teleport us here. I'm getting that same feeling. Next time, though, I could try to talk to them before you shoot them. We'll try your method next. They didn't seem to be in the mood to negotiate. No, they they didn't, but maybe it's worth a shot. What's the worst they can do? Explode on us again? That didn't bother me at all. (laughs) (laughs) Roll your perception, truck. Fifteen. You think that you hear something resonating down that hallway. There's a humming sound the way they came. How about we just go a little bit further and see if we can't find anything? If not, then we'll turn around and head back to town and, I don't know, look for a ship. Oh, I kind of like that idea. Please don't play your loot. Now remember, anybody can understand me, okay? A little trick I know. Okay. Is everybody being stealthy? I hope so. I'll try. Make a stealth roll. I got a 14. Because I rolled a nat one. <laughs> Thanks to the spell from Runar, everyone is being very quiet, even as Geo burps <laughs> down the hallway. <laughs> 22 for still. You're leading the way, right? Yeah. You come across the large chamber, and there's large exits in both directions. There's a couple of ships in here. They're wrecked. Specifically, it's the figureheads. They've been ripped off of ships and laid here, and they could have been here for a thousand years. They just look like they are a part of the place. There's an elf maiden on the front of one of them. There's a mermaid on another. And then a third has what looks like a big toothy maw with multiple rows of teeth. So, Chiu, are any of these yours? No, no, thankfully, but boy, these are really cool. I'm mad and excited all at the same time. Look at that crazy thing with all the teeth. Oh. Oh, don't worry. If we find the dragon, we'll be looking into that. Whose idea was this? I don't know if it was that good anymore. <laughs> it was a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. You still hear the humming. What's that humming? You hear that humming? I do. I think we should find out where that's coming from. Do I see anything else in the room? You can investigate. 21. As you move through the room, 
trying to take in any details, there's movement out of the corner of your eye. The elf maiden blinks. Turn to face her. How realistic is this sculpture? It's a pretty detailed carving, but it looks like a figurehead. Okay. I'll walk up to it, put my hand under the nose, look for breathing or drafts or whatever. You put your hand up and she again blinks. Then her eyes shift down at you. Hey, whoa, back up, back up. That thing just moved. I stop looking at her for a quick second and look over at Giovanni with this painfully obvious head cock. I'll greet her in Elvish. She responds. Hello, friend? Yes, we come seeking the dragon Grenegar. Hey, Giovanni's going to cast Comprehend Languages so he can listen in. Yes, Grinigar, my oldest friend. What exactly are you? She pauses and her eyes search back and forth. I am Anel. Anel? Druk, I, I don't know who that is. Not even breaking eye contact. Thank you, Giovanni. Where is Grinigar? I haven't seen him for some time. He hasn't come out of his lair. He sometimes stops by and talks to me. Oh, you know where his lair is? I have never seen his lair. Oh. But he visits from that way. How big is the tunnel heading further in? 20 feet tall. How much room does uh, Grinegar have when he goes back into the tunnel? Does he easily fit down the tunnel? She spends a lot of time processing, it seems, and she says, He fits through the tunnel. I really think this is a bad idea, but I mean, we're here, so. <laughs> well, we wanted to teleport, so. What better way than to go find a random dragon in his lair? <laughs> <laughs> You're bringing up nothing but points. <laughs> yeah, you know? Maybe we should have listened to Mother when she said, never deal with a dragon. Wait, she said that? She did. She did. Mm. You were lost in her eyes. To the giant tunnel? To the giant stinky hummy tunnel. Any tips for us there, uh, wooden elf lady? Tell him to stop and see me again. Ooh. Hey, does he like shinies? Does he like gifts? Oh, yes. Sweet. Let's head down the tunnel, I guess. One more stealth check. Adding 10 for the spell. 23. 21. Bruno? 32. <laughs> you don't want me to like play a nice calming song as no, we're walking in? Please, no, for the love of Pete. We just need silence right now. We'll just head down the tunnel, I guess. You start to see a little bit of light. And along the walls, there are rough paintings of a multi-headed dragon. Aw, crap. And you come to a bend in the tunnel, and you can see gold on the far side. Ah, sweet. And light coming from this horde. But in front of the horde is a large bronze dragon surrounded by monstrous dragonkin figures. One of them is chanting. There's an orb in front of him that he's staring blankly into. It's like he's locked into this glowy orb. And this dragonoid is performing some sort of ritual to keep him locked into the orb. 
What are they chanting? What are they saying? With your comprehend language spell going, they're speaking a form of dragon, talking about power of change and the power of chaos and the return of Scattergall and the defeat of Vinra. Guys, hey, they're talking about change and the return of Scattergall. Does this dragon look like he's in pain or wants to be there? He just looks blank-eyed, like he's drugged or something. Like in a trance or something? Yeah. He's being paralyzed by whatever's happening from that orb and from whatever ritual they're doing. There's this dragonoid that seems a little bit bigger than the rest of them. Seems to be doing most of the talking, and then the rest of them are more like the grunts. How many are there? Probably 12. It's a little hard to say because the dragon's on the way, but they're surrounding him in front of his horde. Hey, guys, I I have an idea. I don't know if he really wants to be here. I feel like they might be holding him hostage. So maybe we can distract all these dragonkin, and I could yell out to Grinagar and tell him we're here to save him. Sounds great. How far away is the horde? Probably 100 feet easy from you. Okay. I take the time dial, and then I turn the gear one click clockwise to gain a bonus of speed of 5 feet, which gives me a base movement of 50 feet. Then I'm going to use my feline agility to double that, so I'm going to go 100 feet, grab the orb, look at him, and go, I need this. And then I'm going to action dash back 50 feet. All of that works wonderfully. And then your saddle soreness kicks in a little bit on the way back. So you get about 25 feet away. Let's roll initiative. 10. 9. 20. The dragon kin things rolled poorly. Runar, not only did you get back there, but you go first in the round. So what would you like to do? At this point, the dragon hasn't changed what it's doing because no time has passed. I'm going to move my max distance in the 50 feet. And when I get to the end of that, I am going to use a key point to bonus action, step of the wind, go another 50 feet, and then hopefully at the end of the 100 feet of that, I can find a place to hide, and that's what I like to do with my action. So you are going back into the tunnel? Yeah, and in the process of going the 100 feet, I just go right past Drak and Giovanni, and <laughs> I, I just keep going, and then I just go hide someplace in the back of the tunnel. Drak, you got it! <laughs> <laughs> They all start to turn your direction, and you see the dragon. It had been unblinking when you walked in, but you see a very slow blink. Giovanni, it's your turn. Giovanni, at the top of his lungs, is going to yell so the dragon can hear him. Grenagar, Grenagar, we are here to save you. We are here to save you. They had you under a trance. They're trying to deform you. They're trying to mutate you. Can I roll persuasion or anything? Yeah. Can I get undrunk now? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Nice. You're undrunk. 24. He doesn't move, but you're not sure what exactly is happening. Maybe he needs time to shake off. Joe's going to start backtracking fairly quickly, but he still wants to keep an eye on the dragon and also keep within shouting distance. Druck, they haven't had a chance to move. They're all standing in a circle around the dragon. Dragon blinked. How tall is the room that we're in? This is a pretty big archway. It probably goes up a hundred feet itself, the top. The second I saw Runart start running, I'm gonna start running up the side of the cave and get as far as I can up until I'm 
at the top of the cave, and I'm going to take a shot at the main channer dude. Walking up the wall, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Bonus action, Hunter's Mark, okay. pull out a fire arrow, and see if I can't drop this guy. Colors are all muted. You're not sure if there's a specific color on these dragonoids. But as soon as you cock back the arrow, somehow the bow lets you know that this arrow is going to be poison. Eleven? It bounces off the dragon's hide. I'll keep moving further and further along the cave until I'm at the top. Just go to the top of the dome. They all start running around the dragon, heading towards the tunnel where Runar ran, with the exception of the one that you just shot at. And he looks up at you, says some incantation, and a dark bolt of energy comes shooting your direction. And it hits the cave next to you. He missed you. Okay. The dragon blinks a second time. Runar, it's your turn. Is there any of them anywhere near me? You don't even see him. Is there a crevice or some soft dirt or something I could bury this ball in, this orb? You find one of those sleeping chambers built into the wall. I quickly shove the orb in the sleeping chamber. How do you get these guys out of here? And then I start running back down the tunnel. Back towards where the fight is. Giovanni, it's your turn. Giovanni's going to yell, Grenegar, Grenegar, do you understand what I'm saying? They are trying to deform you. They're trying to change you. They're trying to make you scatter, Gaul. Roll persuasion again? Yeah. 27. You see a little bit of a shake in the eyes of the dragon. Druck, it's your turn. I'm going to go ahead and take another shot at the wizard dude. All right, again, you feel poison is going to be in this arrow. I'm just going to pull out all of my fire arrows and just start throwing them haphazardly at. (laughs) (laughs) This one hits the ground and bounces away. Drunk, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) I'm going to bonus action hide because it'll make me feel like I'm doing something. (laughs) (laughs) Again, a dark bolt of energy comes towards you. This one hits and you take 11 points of necrotic damage burns from the inside once it hits you. The rest of them are all getting awfully close to Geo. They only have jagged serrated swords in their hands. They haven't gotten to you, but they will definitely get to you next turn. They're all in kind of a pack at this point. Runar, you are running back towards them and you can see Geo running your direction as the pack is getting closer and closer to him. I will bonus action, step of the wind. The fight's this way, Geo! As I go buzzing past him, going the other direction again, and I just do uh, a flying Superman punch into the first guy. <laughs> For a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> you jump forward like a flying Superman punch and just face plant. <laughs> like drugs throwing arrows, Runar's face plant, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> I pop up and I try to backhand the guy, I guess. Wow. <laughs> 11. And then I'm going to follow up with the round else kick. This misses time, all right? Nice. I'll just go in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just <laughs> flipping your... There's, there's like 13 targets here. He missed all Yikes. Of 
Giovanni, you see him not make a good show of it. <laughs> Giovanni starts yelling, Runar, we gotta go, we gotta go. Drunk, we gotta go. Grinagar, don't forget, these people are trying to mess with you. My name's Giovanni Mayers, and I'll catch up with you later. <laughs> Bad people right here. Get them, get them, Grinagar. Wake up. Arrow persuasion again? Yep. 25. Ooh. And he starts backing up like he's ready to run, even though Runar's in front of him. One more blink from the dragon, and you almost see a look of recognition. Druck, it's your turn. We're going to try this a uh, third time, because third time's a charm. Same target? Yeah. There we go. 19? 19 hits! Yay! And again, poison arrow. 16 points of piercing damage and 2 points of poison. Hits the leader. Poison splashes from the wound. And he staggers and explodes. And the acid from his body shoots out and drops just short of the next guy in front of him. He's dead. So close. The rest of them are very packed together, though. (laughs) Clue. Clue. Wink, wink. (laughs) The dragon is blinking, and he starts to move suddenly. It's not just his eyes anymore. Body sways, and he looks around, and he's trying to get oriented, and he just says, Masson. Runar and Geo, you get swarmed. These dragonoids come at you with these serrated blades, and there are at least three attacks for each of you that come in. As they just come around you swinging. You duck back and forth, and a blade hits each of you. Runar, you take five points slashing. Giovanni, you take eight points slashing. Runar, it's your turn. So I rolled a 23 to hit, and I punch him square in the the nose for five points of damage. Take that, you scallywag. It's with the splat, blood spatters from his nostril. Does a 17 hit? It does. Alright, I'm punching him again with the other fist, right in the same spot. And this one's for 8 points of damage. <laughs> Snarls up, blood's coming down, he loses a tooth. Geo, you're surrounded by weird dragon kick. Giovanni's gonna go invisible and try to get out of the crowd. And start jetting backwards. And then yell to Grinagar and say, Grinagar, get rid of these! Get rid of these! They're nothing but trouble! So you slink away and they swing wildly, and one blade does catch you as you step away. You're still invisible, but you take five points of slashing damage. Jock, it's your turn. I will aim for one that's kind of further back and take a shot. Just a regular arrow. This one tells you it's going to be fire. Eight. <laughs> It's just not going to eat. It's going to... Yeah. And then it is not fire because it misses. I'm just going to sit up at the top of this and feel sorry for myself. (laughs) At least it didn't cost you 10 gold. (laughs) There is that. The dragon looks up at you, Druck. I look down and say, you know, Fennus. And he swivels down at the group and a little burst of electricity bursts from his mouth, catches the guy you were just targeting, and it pops him. And then all of this acid just goes splash, and the whole thing just explodes in a gigantic, ridiculous acid splash, 
Everyone but Druck has to take a dex saving throw. Four. 24. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Runar, you have evasion, so you passed it, and you actually take nothing. Somehow you're unscathed. Don't use a luck point. Probably a good time to use luck point. Oh, yep. Not a bad time. Nine. (laughs) Nine. Didn't help, but it wasn't a bad time. Nine. You take 15 points of acid damage. Maybe. The dragon. He rears up. His wings flash up above him. Almost hitting Druk. And his teeth bare. And he looks around the room. He scans his horde. He looks at the mess in front of him. And then his face slinks along the floor. Almost like a snake searching through. Gets to the edge of the tunnel in front of Geo and says, Giovanni Messon. Boy, you're laughing a lot for really just falling right into that big group of dragon people. That was all part of my plan. I was just trying to stall for the dragon to do his job. Did you know that acid splashed on your body hurts really bad? I was aware of that, and that's why I dodged it. That was an epic battle with the dragon kids. Yeah, yeah. It's like that time that we fought all those orcs that took the halflings. Oh, in Ubastan. <laughs> yeah, and then we had to run for days. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of... Running, <laughs> run over to the comment section. Give us a like and comment. Yeah, I love those comments on the YouTube. I like the likes. I like the comment. I just like it all. Oh, subscribe too. Don't forget to do that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Find out what happens next week on Giovanni versus Merc. We already did that one. Oh, oh. <laughs> Giovanni versus the dragon. How about that? Well, that makes sense. Wait, I don't want to fight a dragon. I didn't sign up for this.